0: Everybody, makers on next here, back at it again to give you another very exciting video. And for today, yes, marks my twelfth episode of my Zara podcast. Now, um, normally, I would like to hold these things on Sunday evenings, once every other week. But with yesterday being the 4th of July, you know, I decided, you know what? I was thinking I might have been able to get away with it, but you know how 4th of the July festi- festivities will go. So I was like, you know what? <laughs> I-, I might as well go ahead and just take the whole day off, though. So here I am at it again on a strange Monday night, typically when I normally do game streams, though. But you got to switch it up every now and then. You, c- you can't you can't just do the same thing over and over, though. But uh, th- just going off of the topic of 4th of July, I, I had a pretty good holiday, pretty pretty good, solid holiday. And um, you know what? With, with the 4th of of july and stuff i was like (sighs) unfortunately i was one of those people that had to actually work like eight to five on that day though but it's like the second i got off i managed to go over to my grandparents house um managed to uh, hang out with all my extended families got to you know eat some good food Uh did like a little catfish fry so (laughs) so the fish was really good had some really good shrimp over there too so i was like you know what oh man (laughs) oh that food was really hitting so good though i had dessert all that good fixings and stuff got to play a few little games and stuff and pop a pop a few firecrackers off You know, once all of that was done and settled, though. Uh, we also managed to go ahead and head to, like, a community fireworks show. Got to see it all live and popping up. I might throw, like, a little quick snippet of it or just, like, a quick little snippet of video, maybe on my Twitter account or whatever, though. Like, you know, like, towards the very end of a fireworks show, they pop up, like, all the stuff and they go all out on it, whatever, though. So, you know, that that's what I ban- mainly did and just recently just got done with um, um doing some s'mores with the family um once again. So I was like, I've been kind of doing a little bit of everything this whole entire weekend, though. But I am wishing that all hope- Hopefully that all of y'all manage to have a great Fourth of July where you're popping firecrackers. Hopefully you're safe, or you're still going through and popping a few of them. Because my dad was trying to do a, a few more here tonight. But yeah, so you know, whatever you do, make sure you stay safe and uh, and also have a great time at it. So in terms of you know who's all going to be on here, this is going to be one of them rare soloists things because uh it seems like a few of my friends were tied up uh, one was tied uh sonic U was tied up with work and stuff and it seems like the other few were uh had some previous uh, um, prior obligations i mean coming off of the holiday weekend you know you know everybody's kind of tied up here and there though so it's just gonna be me tonight so i might have to take some little breaks every now and then uh just to make sure i don't wear my voice out because i have a crap ton of topics to go through um tonight and also, I was like, i didn't think i'll have that many topics to go through all in one night but uh uh, I, I within the past two weeks, they've they just been stockpiling all this stuff out. So I, I got to get all my thoughts out here, though. So uh, without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive straight up into these um news topics, at least for the pop culture segment. Now, the first thing I got to talk about is there's going to be a brand new SpongeBob series. Yes, but not actually with the yellow sponge himself. It's going to be with Patrick Starr. You know the Patrick Star show, and I was like, I was like, what the heck? I was like, okay, I I, I know, you know, I guess modern SpongeBob. If you happen to still be watching it um, nowadays, I'm like, it, it it's okay. It's not nearly as good as like if if you're like a '90s kid like me, or where, where you grew up with SpongeBob and stuff, and then to the early 2000s. I mean, all those shows were good. You could probably quote certain segments, and there's a lot of moments that you could probably apply to your real um, everyday life, though. But I am kind of curious exactly. How in the world does Patrick Star show will go? Um, with you know, with Patrick being the main um star of the show <laughs> oh man no pun intended though but he'll be the main um star of the show right there though so i mean it's kind of interesting i think it starts sometime this summer though so i might have to give it like a quick little watch or whatever though just kind of see exactly you know h- how far the series has came uh over this far though but it's been a while since i watched a newer so to say um spongebob episode but if, if you have maybe um, one of those big fans of spongebob uh, let me know in the comment section down below though but uh uh for me i i just gotta honestly wait and see about it though i mean Sp- spongebob has been all over the place though but uh hopefully hopefully this one's you know a good watch or whatever though but that's all i gotta say on that topic though now moving on to the next okay this is one i can actually say a little more stuff about it in terms of for this pop culture segment one because we are getting a brand new non- monsters inc incorporated show with disney plus and it's actually going to happen this week on wednesday and you know what this is one of those few shows on disney plus that i really was looking forward to a whole bunch because i mean shoot if you ever just went and just listened to the main theme with with the jazz sort of kind of thing with the music that they have within this series though i mean that, that main thing always gets to me every single time and i'm like I just love that theme to death, though. But yes, a brand new series is going to come out this Wednesday. So I've been looking forward to this. I'm kind of curious because I think it basically goes off of the events off of, you know, the first movie. Because the second movie if y'all remember that that was basically them kind of going through like their college life so that was still a heavy emphasis on actually scaring though but we all know that after the end of the first movie they they transition to laughter so that's basically where um the Disney Plus show is basically picking off though so it's not going to be just solely and Mike I think you know who our original stars of the show are but it seems like they have this other new purple kind of dude and it looks like he he was sort of kind of used to just doing the whole entire scaring thing but then I guess he got a rude awakening whenever he um, managed to get over there. It's like, oh, no, we're not scaring no more. Uh, We're just actually basing this all on laughter. And that's how we kind of get our energy for the whole populace and whatnot, though. So I am kind of curious about this. I really hope it's a good one. I don't know exactly how many episodes this um, series is going to have, it's something i have to probably look a little bit more into though but i'm hoping that you know with each episode it's going to be pretty good and uh, the opening song it's going to be a little bit different because you know how normally it's like that little jazzy sort of kind of thing i just happen to be checking their twitter account and it's actually going to be like a vocal version of the the traditional jazzify version of the theme so if y'all i mean that is available out there i know on their twitter account or you probably can look it up on YouTube or whatever, though. So, I mean, if you're interested in that, you can you can kind of look it up, though. It is kind of unique. They gave you a small little snippet. It's not the whole entire thing, but just a small little snippet, though. But I am looking forward to this, though. And honestly, probably by the next um, podcast um, session that I do, I might give a little two cents as to what I kind of think about the series, because we might have two episodes by then, though. But that's basically all I have to say in terms of my pop culture segments. Just two things that I kind of wanted to get out there um, right now, though. Although I just remember something it wasn't originally on my list but I did happen to remember that yes wa- uh not wanted I, I was about to say WandaVision no Black Widow is actually coming out this week and I am super excited for it I mean think about it this movie has been honestly delayed what was it? It was supposed to come out in May of 2020, got delayed to like November of 2020, got delayed again to like May of 2021, and then finally got delayed one more time. So third time was The Charm, and we're finally getting it July. So it's actually dropping out this Friday. So you can go ahead and pre-order your tickets now, uh, whether you want to go in theaters, or you can also watch it on Disney Plus itself. Uh, I managed to pre-order on Disney Plus because I'm kind of spoiled about watching movies, uh, especially with HBO Max dropping their movies out on there. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I just got spoiled with that so i was like okay so but that's where i pre-ordered my um tickets from gonna watch with my family so honestly me personally i'll be saving money in comparison to being able to run out with my whole entire family going to the movie theaters, though, this is a little more convenient like that. Though, but honestly, yes, I am definitely looking forward to this though. And yes, this is actually one of the weird weeks where I'm gonna have we're gonna have a Loki episode as well as a brand new MCU series show, and that's probably the reason why they shifted Loki to Wednesdays instead of Fridays, just so they wouldn't have like a, a Disney Plus series show conflicting with an actual um, big movie release that normally drops out on Friday. So that's the main reason why they sort of kind of shifted that. So a lot of MCU stuff that's going to be going down here on my channel this week. I don't know whether or not I'm going to have the discussion either on Saturday night or Sunday, depending on if I uh, if I have a few of my friends that might be sometime or sometime that weekend might be watching the movie. Depends on if one of them happens to watch it and if they want to kind of discuss their thoughts with me. So if that does happen, I'll let you know on my Twitter account. Uh, whether or not it's going to be Saturday night where I might go and talk about this, or if it's going to wind up being a Sunday night. i got to kind of play it by ear, though. But just keep an eye out on my Twitter. Though. I'm definitely excited for that movie, though. And, oh, eh, oh shoot, it's, gonna, it's, it's really going to be a good one, though. But that's basically it in terms of all the pop culture or slash that little mini Marvel segment that I have right there, though. Now, in terms of our gaming topic news, yes, Pokemon Unite actually managed to drop out a new beta. And... Essentially if you had a Japanese account you can actually go into the switch with your Japanese account download that beta I had a couple of my friends that tried out. I was trying to and then figured out uh, something uh, I I can't remember if it was like it could have been storage because I I had plenty of storage on my Switch but it it was something with the with the online accounts and I and for some reason it wasn't verifying me I I don't know what the heck was going on with it though but I was like yeah I was like you know what it, it, it's supposed to come out in July I I'll, I'll just wait then because I think it's gonna be like one of those sort of kind of free to play games or at least originally that's basically how it's gonna work out and then you probably have to do some kind of monet they're gonna do some monetization in it in order to kind of get their revenue and profits from it though. But honestly, from what I heard, it seems kind of cool, unique. You know, it's kind of like you know, Rage, Shadow Leg- Legends, or League of Legends, and all that kind of stuff. Your typical mobile game that you mostly see people playing on PC, though. So honestly, I'll I'll give it a little spin. I will give it a little whirl. I'll probably play it on the Switch. I, pr- I probably most likely will not play it on mobile or even try it on mobile though. But it is available for Switch and mobile. Um, for anybody that's gonna be interested in that. So the beta is out right now. I don't know if it's actually still actively going out, but it was active. <laughs> uh roughly a couple of weeks ago so it might still be up though but if you're interested in it hey you don't have to wait too much longer because the game is supposed to release out this month and i and i did kind of feel like it was sort of kind of shoehorned in there at like at like the last second because literally i could they they mentioned something about this earlier on or early you know within late technically 2020 and then all of a sudden they don't say nothing for like a good few months and then all of a sudden bang uh, h- here it all is, and I'm like, I'm like, what the heck? Like, like you just popped this out of nowhere, and saying it's kind of releasing on this exact month. They're trying to kind of catch people by surprise. I don't know, but that's just how they're gonna do it, though. So that's basically all I gotta say on Pokemon Unite. But y'all gotta let me know down in the comment section down below if you're gonna be one of those people that're gonna be really interested in playing out this new game. Cause me personally, I might dabble in it a little bit, but it probably ain't sort of kind of say my cup of tea. Now, next thing on here is a little bit of a mini Sonic segment. I got a couple of news topics that I wanted to go through and discuss, both of them relating with Sonic. And yes, uh, we did manage to get some kind of little new update on some words from one of the Sonic creators because apparently uh, Sega's uh, Takashi... lazuka oh shoot i, I know i probably butchered that name though but he mentioned and wanted like a new a quick little news article and said that he hopes that the sonic 2022 will lay the foundation for the future of sonic 3d games now originally when i thought about that i was like <laughs> with sonic's kind of sort of kind of sketchy little track record i i love sonic don't get me wrong but here lately they've sort of kind of been like a hit and miss especially with sonic forces like they can't ever quite get into like a good groove with their 3D games. But people always love to go back and talk about Sonic Colors. That's a good one right there. Uh, Sonic Unleashed or Sonic Generations. People like that game. Sonic Adventure 2 and so forth though. But if you're tra- trying to go ahead and mention that you're hoping that this is going to lay the groundwork for the next 3D um, Sonic games. In a similar manner, how like Sonic Adventure 1 sort of kind of did it for its time way back on the Dreamcast and, you know, got ported to the GameCube and such. I mean, that's a very high bar to kind of set your expectations to. And I was like, you know what? It's always good to kind of have a high bar um, way above your head. That way you can have something to kind of go for, even though I'm kind of skeptical of whether or not they're actually going to be able to achieve that goal, though. At least just me personally thinking about it, though. But, I mean, it's a nice goal to achieve or at least set the bar for, but the execution for it is going to be the most critical thing. I mean, so far, all we got was like a little bit of a, like a teaser cut scene. Didn't even get to see Sonic's face. All we got to see is literally like this dude's shoes over here as if like we don't see them shoes enough. So I'm like, okay, I was like, n- not too much to go off of and saw that figure eight that he sort of kind of ran in almost scared some people for a second because it almost looked like a six. <laughs> oh, that made me crack up whenever I first saw that though, but. Other than that, I mean, there's not too much more to kind of say about this topic, though. But uh, y'all got to let me know um, if y'all are excited for this new Sonic game. Do you think it's going to set the bar up for any games or 3D Sonic games, should I say, moving from this point forward? Or are you, you sort of kind of thinking, you know, he's just kind of saying this um, just to kind of get people riled up. But uh, it might it might not come to fruition in terms of um, the big grand scope that um, people are Maybe expecting out of this game, but but we'll have to just wait and see on that though. But moving on um, forward to the next Sonic topic, we did get to know that yes, Sonic the Hedgehog is now on Minecraft. Think about it, Sonic the Hedgehog is on Minecraft, and to that I say. You know what, Minecraft have been putting almost everybody up in there. I mean, that, that ain't no surprise though. And um just looking at it, it sort of kinda of looks cool. I mean, just kind of seeing some like pre, you know, made levels where you can actually run through it with Sonic. I think you run it with Tails, Knuckles. I think even Shadow and I wanna say even Amy, um, I wasn't able to fully fit it on this image right here though. Or I think or playable to some level or degree though but i'm like okay and that's kind of nice though but from what i heard i mean the execution of it isn't like ideally perfect so to say um within this game though but i hadn't none of my friends i don't think have actually managed to download this or kind of play it themselves i hadn't heard from like my close circle of friends whether or not that they had this or if it was actually any good though but from what i heard from different people in the community uh, some people dislike it just the aesthetic of it but i mean in terms of execution in terms of that gameplay ain't nothing crazy or out of this world or anything like that though but it's sort of kind of nice and it is a little bit unique though but uh you know what, Minecraft? You, you probably could have been on something if you if you would have put the child garden up in there. If you would have put the child garden up in there, I'm pretty sure people would flip out and lose their mind and probably would have paid you a, a lot more, um, Microsoft to have that little feature up in there. I mean shoot, Sega, like like what the freak are y'all doing? I mean, where where the heck is that child garden? You literally could put that out on mobile and probably make an insane amount of bank on it. I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Sega. I I, I don't know where, where y'all priorities at, but Hey, I mean, you, you can take these ideas from me. You, you can drop this mess up in, into my PayPal. Pay me back later, though. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Sega, y'all got to do something with that child garden. I, I mean, y'all y'all Sonic games might be a little bit whack, but if you can make a decent child garden game, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, I think y'all just got y'all priorities out of whack right there, though. But that's about it in terms of Whew. Yeah, I just got to get a little bit of water. That's about it in terms of everything that I had to mention within that short little Sonic little segment right there, though. But we're going to go ahead and run away from this and uh, go ahead and tune up into some a little more beefy in terms of the RPG news. Because, yes, Final Fantasy IX, is actually getting a brand new animated series. Now, this sort of kind of comes out of the left field, but at the same kind of time, I guess Square is sort of kind of interested and kind of pushing out at least their agenda in terms of... Because we could see it with this announcement as well as some other stuff, but it seems like they're sort of kind of getting more of their IPs, I guess, within like the sort of kind of... Animated shows or sort of kind of movie um scene right there because I it, it kind of makes sense. And just looking at the characters right here, as what you can see on the screen right now, I mean they sort of kind of play themselves well to a sort of kind of animation like that, or anime or whatever you want to call it right there, though. So I, I am kind of curious about this. Final Fantasy Nine is one of those games I hadn't touched or played yet personally. Played Final Fantasy VII. Loved it. Um, Dabbled with Final Fantasy VI a little bit. Played through uh, at least, like, I think a good half of Final Fantasy X, though. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII, uh, ooh, that first hour really sucked. Like I, I just could not connect with it at all, though. But Final Fantasy IX is, like, one of those last few games that I want to kind of at least um, dabble with a little bit. Hadn't had the chance to yet, but maybe I will uh, whenever that animation actually comes out. So maybe I'll kind of dabble in it um, then, though. But that's... Basically, all that there is to report about this new Final Fantasy IX animation, though. But let me know down in the comment section down below if you're going to be really interested or be one of those people that are really looking forward to it. Maybe this is your childhood game right here. Like, maybe you really love Final Fantasy IX, and the second that you heard this news, I mean, you probably leaped out of your seat for joy, though. But um, it is going to be very interesting, none the least, to see how this all plays out. Now, next, this is a little bit sweet and a little bit sour news right here because Final Fantasy... Um, 1 through 6, we did learn, thanks to uh, Square Enix E3 presentation, that there are going to be making remasters of these games. Now, originally, some people were like, yes, they were super excited about it when they first revealed that. And then it was a gut check because it's only coming out on Steam, and it's only coming out on mobile. Like, what the heck, Square Enix? Like, how in the world are you not putting these on consoles? But I digress, because that's not the only little bit of negative news that we have with it though because if you're one of those people that wanted to play the original versions and still have that available on steam so to say um for final fantasy one through six it is going to be nuked all those versions they're going to be destroyed you ain't going to be able to actually get them no more at least on steam um once these pixel remasters do come into play and you are able to actually purchase each one of these six individually and they are going to drop out in july and if you want to get, like, the big collection that has, like, all one through six, I want to say, wasn't it like, something like 70-something odd bucks? I mean, it was kind of expensive to have six of these games that are just kind of remastered in pixel form. And then even what I learned from my good friend Sonicu, he even mentioned that um, it doesn't even have, like, all the content, I guess, in terms of, like, a later game iterations like they had that were released on the GBA because there was, like, some extra content that was on there. Maybe the the actual... Um, the audio wasn't as good as like stuff that was like on the Super Nintendo back in the day, but in terms of the extra beef, um, beefed up content that was in some of these games, it doesn't seem like even that is going to be included in these games. So it is sort of kind of a blow. The pricing sort of kind of puts people off if they want to get all 60s of these, because it's actually fairly expensive to get all of them. So I mean, it's, it's sort of kind of sweet and sour at the same time. I don't know where Square Enix um, business practices and decisions are kind of coming into play uh, with all of this though, but it is a little bit unfortunate at least to hear um, such um something that fans have really been wanting um for all of this time to have like some some kind of update or be able to actually play these games at least a little bit easier, but it's not entirely easy, or I guess it sort of kind of is, but not to the level that people want it, but it being only on Steam and on mobile. Please at some point Square Enix, put this or port this somehow some way over to the console so that way we can be able to actually enjoy these games in peace and uh not have to worry about you know playing with touchscreens or if you're not just like a big pc player in general at least we don't have to worry about that anymore though but y'all gotta let me know in the comment section you know, were you really excited about this, or did you kind of get burned a little bit? You know, at E3, whenever um they revealed it was only for Steam and it was only for mobile, or did you get a little bit um you got a little extra crisp after that original burn? Whenever they kind of revealed the pricing structure and what kind of content was going to be available in these things, and matter of fact, you ain't gonna be able to play the original ones that are on Steam, y'all just gotta let me know how y'all feel about all of that though. But that's essentially it in terms of what I have to um, present to y'all for the Final Fantasy little mini-segment right there, though. But here in just a bit, give me one second to swallow this water real quick. We're going to transition over into our next news topic. You know what? Stay hydrated, guys. Stay hydrated. You know, it's one of the best things you can do. These summers have been really hot. People been sweating, passing out. Drink y'all water, boys. Drink y'all water. Don't have no sponsor tonight, but drink your water. Drink your H2O. All right, now moving over into the next topic. We're not done with all the Square Enix news because guess what? It is Mana's 35th. I said 35th. I'm so used to the 35th with Zelda and Mario. Ha! No, this is Mana Series' 30th anniversary right here. And they had quite a bit of announcements to actually announce on the day that marked its um anniversary right here. Because apparently, we are actually... You know what? The Final Fantasy IX animation ain't the only kind of animation we're getting in terms of animation from Square Enix. Because we're actually getting a Legend of Mana animated series as well for its 30th anniversary, you know what, to that, I said, you know what, I, I mean, I've been slowly becoming a Mana series fan ever since I played the remake of Trials of Mana, and I was like, you know what, I, I'm totally down for this, because if you ever seen at least the opening cutscene for the Legend of Mana remaster that recently just um released, like, last week, or a couple of weeks ago, actually, at this point, um, it's actually, you know what, it kind of, you know, with the animation and what within that cutscene as well as the art style for the game, it kind of goes hand in hand and I think it's kind of actually a really nice fit in terms of it. Me personally, I really would have loved to see like a secret Amana um animated series or shoot even a trials Amana. Like that that's where you really would have gotten me. Because man, if I was saw my girl Angela or I was saw my or saw my other girl over there, ooh hoo, 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 hoo. Man, oh shoot, Uh, 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 man, that that, would have been a fine piece of work right there, though. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, though. But back to the Legend of Mana stuff, I think it's going to be fairly cool. I think it's going to play itself out pretty well, because I think there's like a lot of different mini art stories that they're able to be able to pull from the game and be able to show it within an animated series like that, though but you know what it, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty good it, it's gonna work itself though but i'm still a little bit upset man it could have been a trials of mana man in anime and it could have had my girl uh Rius up in there i'm like oh my gosh uh ah, and angela oh my gosh that would have been the sweetest thing oh shoot but anyway though i digress though but y'all gotta let me know if y'all looking forward to this series or for this animated series for legend of mana but that's not all the Mana news that I had to present to y'all tonight. Because also, Legend of Mana recently dropped a couple of weeks ago, and I actually bought the game myself, so I just kinda wanna throw in like my sort of kinda small little mini review for it though. And for me personally, the game's nice, it's charming, the art style seems nice and everything. I really love almost everything about it. But the one thing that kinda put me off is literally the battle system, because I felt like it's a little too stiff And a little too, I wouldn't say clunky, so to say, but I don't know. It's like movement. It's like the second I started swinging my weapon around, that's when I started to notice like, hey, uh, I I couldn't barely move. Or the enemies, obviously, they were kind of moving around on the screen, sort of kind of adapting super well to where I was placing uh, my unit at. So I was like, okay, the battle system basically almost turned me off. I I was kind of upset about it because I was really looking forward to this game. And it is only 30 bucks. And uh, I kind of wish there was a demo. If there was a demo and I got to play a little bit of the battle scene, I would have definitely been able to make my decision off of that, though. But I guess they were wise not to put a demo out, though. But for anybody that, you know, played the game originally, whenever it launched, I'm pretty sure you still might be a big fan of this remaster because you might be already accustomed to how the battle sort of kind of worked, though. But me coming right off the heels of the Trial of Bona remake... I guess they're on a good track record with remakes. Secret of Mana excluded, but I think from the Secret of Mana to Trials of Mana, I think they definitely did a leg up in terms of that. And I feel like from whatever else they built off the Trial of Mana remake, I feel like every new game or iteration or slash remake they made from this point forward, as long as it uses that engine or an evolved form of that engine, I think that really has something right there though. But at least with me personally, unfortunately, Legend of Mana isn't really doing it for me. And honestly, to be honest, That stream that I did, that's about as far as I went into that game. I had not been that motivated at all to kind of pick it up. I I need to honestly go back and at least touch it at least like one or two more times um, just to be, you know, get acquainted with it. Make sure if for some reason, if I can kind of pick it up or get back up to speed and see if I can actually give it a second shot, but just off of that first a little over an hour, it really wasn't doing it for me. So, that is a little bit disappointing, though, but that's not going to put me off from being a big Modern F- Series fan, because there's still like a couple more announcements that we did manage to get, of uh, some couple of good promising things coming, because also for the 30th anniversary, they did announce that Echoes of Mana is going to be a brand new MO game, coming out in the year of 2022. And it's basically going to be similar to your, you know, Fire Emblem, um, very similar actually to like fire emblem heroes that's like a mobile game um from nintendo where you know basically they were showcasing all all these previous different units and people that were um showcased off through the wide range of different um fire emblem games it's basically going to be mana's series equivalent but you know with basically showcasing off every um, character that's basically within the mainline games and probably some even from the sideline games like even in this art right here at least the first two characters right here in the front, Pretty sure those are like your unique characters, though. But you can see like Duran in the back, you can see um the one person from Secret of Mana right there, and you just see like a few other people um scattered around in the background from different mono games where to be main series as well as side series, though. But it's gonna be interesting, so I am gonna be kind of curious about how this game sort of plays out. I really do hope the monetization in it isn't gonna be, you know, too off or a little too wacky or whatever, though, because it is something I'm really looking forward to, and at least it can kind of get me caught up as well as a lot of other people that might have been more. Decent Mana fans um, be able to kind of get accustomed to all of these other different older characters from shoot all all these different games, spanning all the way back to the original Game Boy itself, where the original Mana game, which was known as Final Fantasy Adventure at the time, um, came out on. So it is something I'm gonna definitely keep my eye out on. I hope the gameplay is really cool, really fun. I just kind of hope it's free to play and not like you have to pay in order to kind of get an experience. I hope they don't go that route because they really kind of need to bring in more fans and I feel like this kind of a mobile game can actually kind of do it. If it's anything sort of kind of similar um to like the success that Firing Heroes gets, I, I don't think it's gonna be that much of a knockout in the part though. But I am feel like it's gonna you know do some things right in terms of that though. But that's all I gotta say on that. Now we did get one last bit of mono news that we managed um that they managed to drop on that day some of the most exciting mono news at least for me being a fan and that is yes we, it is confirmed that Square Enix is working on a brand new Mana series game. It is going to be a mainline game. It will be the fifth game in the series. So after Final Fantasy Avenger, after The Secret of Mana, after Trials of Mana, and after Dawn of Mana, which Dawn of Mana, we still need to sort of kind of get a remake on that, though. But after that... Yes, it's gonna be this fifth mainline series for the Mana game. If they basically take that same engine that they use for trials of mana and use that and then they can sort of kind of upgrade it if they so wish and choose. I mean, I feel like this fifth game is gonna really knock it out of the park. I'm really looking forward um to this brand new game though. And I'm like, oh shoot, yes, please give it to me. I feel like this is gonna be one of those games that's gonna they're gonna to try to get it on Switch. It's going to um, be, obviously, on PlayStation 5, maybe the 4. I don't know. It depends on, you know, how long it takes them to make this game. And then also probably going to be on Steam as well, though. So I'm really looking forward um, to this game. And, who oh, shoot, yes. So I think, honestly, in terms of all those four announcements, between the brand-new series mo- um, game, um, the mobile game, they also recently put out um, Legend of Mana Remastered, And then also with the Legend of Mana um, series or the animated series as well. I mean, between all of that different kind of stuff, I felt like they've definitely managed to knock it out of the park. And I was like okay you know what this's this been a pretty good um um this has been a pretty good anniversary I feel like we've been recently getting quite a bit of different mana stuff um spanning I think for the past uh, couple of years because I mean in 2020 we had trials of mana I mean the year before that I remember shortly at after, after that e3 when they announced trials of mana uh we had like, the mana collection that basically gave us like the first three mainline games so basically you could play the first three games in the series plus um, Legend of Mana, which is like technically the fourth game in the series, but it's actually a side series, so you can basically play four different um mana related games on the Switch right now more slash other consoles right now that have released in recent memory so that is pretty kind of nice and we, we we've been getting some a little bit you know here and there um for the past few years though so i, I i've been really liking the, the future that the mono series has been taking thank you square enix for uh sort of kind of re- revitalizing um this series and sort of kind of making it a little more active than what it has been within the past years though but honestly that's it in terms of all the mono 30th anniversary news i have to go through though but y'all gotta let me know in the comment section down below what is the thing that you're most excited about within the Mana series, and uh, the thing you're looking forward to? Whether it be the mobile game, the brand new, um, the brand new series in the entry in terms of the mainline games, or if it's that animated series, or if you're one of those few people that actually do like the Legend of Mana um, remaster, right there, y'all gotta let me know down in the comment section down below. All right, so now moving on to the very next topic I have right here, it's a big one. Because none other than Kazuya managed to ma- manage <laughs> to, to, to sabotage the competition, throw people off of ledges into the burning, fiery volcano below, and managed to actually get into Smash Brothers like this. I mean, you know what? He, he was one of those characters I did not expect to actually get into Smash, but he was one of those characters that we everybody was sort of kind of thinking Bandai was going to get a brand new rep somehow, some way. But I was never thinking a Tekken fighter out of all people to be on there. But it definitely makes a lot of sense after we had a Fatal Fury person get up in there. Obviously, we already had Street Fighter up in there. I mean, it makes sense for Sakurai to kind of give more love to fighting game um, genre games up in here. All, I, all I'm thinking is like I feel like we're missing like Mortal Kombat. Like that's the last one I'm personally thinking of that we're kind of sort of kind of missing. And otherwise, uh, the the list would be almost just about complete. But in terms of this dude's moveset though, I'm like, this is absolutely nuts. Because whole shoot, everything that you're able to do with his like his tilts, his forward tilt, back tilt, up tilt, down tilt, the corner tilts. I'm like, what the heck? Even when you're in the crash position, you have like the regular down tilt, you have like the caddy corner, 45 degree forward um down tilt and the reverse back 45 degree down tilt as well like this dude has so many tricks up his sleeve i feel like you're still going to be learning the character even like a few weeks out from this dude's um launch and i've been messing with him he's been kind of fun to be playing with though but man oh man this dude i always feel like i'm still learning something new with him every time i'm picking up the game in terms of the way how the man combos and everything else i'm like holy shoot But honestly, I'm like, golly, it's been really good. It's been really good fun. I had a few matches online where I was like, okay, you know what? I, I was kicking some people's butts with this character, and then some other person would choose them, and then uh, they they turn around and kick my butt right back. And I was like, oh shoot. I was like, because now is technically a good time if you wanted to get your GSP higher for certain characters that you like to play as. Now's the time to do it while people are still trying to learn Kazuya real well or slash before they ditch him and they go back to like whatever characters they like the best though. But honestly, it's been a really good fun experience for me being able to play as him. And it really does kind of feel like a really good fighting game because literally when you move around with Kazuya, I mean, literally as you move forward and back, those are like little mini burst dashes, like what you typically do within in a normal fighting game. So even that in itself actually feels pretty cool. So I, I definitely feel like he's one of those characters that's better played as when you're doing a 1v1 rather than if you were trying to put them into like a free-for-all because in a 1v1 you're able to focus on the character i mean obviously you do kind of faces towards your opponent um uh, you know depending on where they're at in relationship to your person so overall i mean I-, I just i just really enjoy this character especially whenever you do those certain moves where it kind of changes the camera angle and makes it kind of um dynamic and like sort of kind of 3d where you like get like a skybird view or kind of like a low 45 degree angle view of how he kind of throws his opponents or whatever though so honestly he, he's been a lot of fun um being able to play with online and against some of my friends like that so honestly y'all gotta let me know in the comment section down below what all do you think about Kazuya and whether or not he's a character that will stick with you or you might have to kind of sub him out every now and then because uh, he just ain't quite doing it for you because at least for me personally I feel like He's going to be one of those characters I'll keep playing with for now just to kind of, you know, make sure I know exactly what's up in his arsenal. So even if I do fight him and I'm using some other character, at least I'll be able to kind of respond to whatever another person's dishing out, though. But for me personally, I wasn't a big fan of Ryu or Ken or shoot, even Terry. But this dude, he had so much up his sleeve. I feel like he's still sort of kind of fun at the end of the day to be able to play as, though. But that's basically all I have to say on that one news topic right there. Shoot, all right, man. I'm about to I'm about to run out of my water over here. Oh boy. All right, so next is this one little segment where I did want to talk about two new demos that both respectively dropped um about like a couple of weeks ago from now though. And the first one is Neo The World Ends With You. This is one of those demos I actually did manage to play out on the channel. So you can go ahead and check that out if you so want to or please. Just to kind of see, you know, exactly what was all shown up in that demo. But honestly, you know, this is a really good solid rocking demo. Really love the music. Really like the characters. I mean, even looking at the main character, as you can see right in front of you, the way how he wears that mask. It was sort of kind of put me off in terms of its character design a little bit, but you sort of kind of love, learn at least how to kind of grow and be able to get, you know, accept that in terms of his um, new character look or design like that, though. But honestly, <clears throat> man, I feel like I'm going to probably lose my voice by the end of this, though. But honestly, you know, the, the game itself is actually pretty solid for that first few um, hours that you get to play it. Because I think the demo itself is roughly about two and a half hours or so. So honestly, you know what? um, It doesn't take too long to get through it though. But it is one of those demos where you're actually able to go through and play the first couple and a half hours of it. And it is one of those games where you're able to be able to push your, I guess your save progression from, you know, be able to push it from the demo to the full version of the game whenever it does come out later in July. So I am looking forward to that though. But honestly. If you, if you hadn't played this demo, you need to go ahead and play it. Because I'm like, holy oh, shoot, Th- this demo was popping. Popping on all angles. The, the music, the gameplay and stuff. And I was very curious at how they were going to be able to translate the first game. Which only used nothing but like, you know, touch screen. Where you're doing the swipes, the tapping, all of that stuff. And the way how they switched it over to button controls. Honestly, it was a really nice transition and I really love almost every single aspect of it though. So honestly, you know what? This, you know what? This is a pretty good solid demo. You need to get your hands on it. You need to go ahead and play it because the game does come out later in July. Now, before I move on to my next topic, I do need to take a quick little breather, quick little water drink, take a little quick break. So I'll be back within a few minutes though. But enjoy some um good little tunes from Xenoblade right here because You know, if you haven't played Xenoblade game, I mean, shoot. I mean, the music is always popping up in that game, though. But I'm going to go ahead and leave it right there, though. And I'll be back in just a bit. All right, so I'm back. Who's shooting? Yeah, my, my throat was almost filling it. That's the one thing about podcasts when you're soloing them is the fact that you got to take some kind of breaks and you better have like a good amount of water nearby because eventually it is going to take its toll. And uh, yeah, these ones typically only manage to run up to at least a max of one hour. But might as well go ahead and jump back in it though. So this other demo right here is none other than Monster Hunter Stories 2. This demo right here though, oh we man this is one of the better demos i played in quite some time it goes right up there with Neil, the world ends with you because with this one i'm not the biggest craziest monster hunter fan i do have monster hunter rise only managed to get like an hour up into it so far though but i put more time in this demo than i actually put into monster hunter rise and that in itself is saying a lot for me though because I mean, I, I just like that the, the, the whole mindset of having like an RPG um, sort of, kind of adventure has a lot more story driven elements into the game. You get to walk around, get to train up monsters, sort of kind of in an almost kind of pseudo way of like Pokemon. So you get to train the monsters up, have them fight alongside you, and then you being able to manage them as well and train them up. I mean, all of that put together just made like a really nice experience for me. I just really love the world the art style and stuff this is the other demo i did manage to actually stream on my channel so if you're kind of interested to in see what my live thoughts was over me playing the game you can definitely see it right there though but yes oh my goodness oh shoot yeah that 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 demo right there was absolutely amazing and i really love it to death now i will say this the game does drop out this jo- or this weekend on the Friday, and, oh, goodness, a-, a lot of stuff is going on on Friday. That's also the day that Black Widow actually drops as well, though, but the game actually drops out there on that Friday. If you're interested in picking up the Amiibo, for some stupid odd reason, it's a GameStop exclusive, so if you want the Amiibo, you gotta go there, and also, if you wanted the special edition, it might be sold out already right now, unfortunately. But you might be able to be in luck because I guess it's only available through GameStop as well, though. I managed to get my pre-order for it, though, so I am looking forward to picking that game up on that Friday, though. But I also will do a launch stream for the game, like what I typically have been doing for most games I happen to buy on launch day. So if you want to see, you know, my original um, start of the game, because I already did the demo, and that's basically the start of the real game, make sure you go ahead and watch that first on channel. So that way, by the time you actually get over to my actual regular launch stream for the game, there is going to be a small little gap that I did skip in the story, though. But if you play the demo yourself, you might be able to kind of know exactly what happens during that. And then I'll pick up right where I left off of that. Basically, it's kind of like me setting off my adventures on a boat. And I won't say too much beyond that um so that way y'all kind of looking forward to something to play with the demo itself but definitely give a try out for the demo just kind of see if you're kind of interested or not because if you do like rpgs and if you like sort of kind of similar kind of you know train your monsters up in a similar manner like pokemon you this game might actually sort of kind of speak out to you but that's basically all i have to say on that one topic right there and that does it in terms of the demo impressions that we had this week now, real quick, I did want to mention, yes, I want to say a special thanks to everybody because I did manage to go through and play through the whole entirety of Famicom Detective Club and the Missing Air. Played it from very beginning to the end. It was the first game on my channel. I actually managed to stream from the start of the game to the end of the game. Uh, the only other game I think I did on my channel was like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. It's on a playlist somewhere on my channel. Um, I, And it was like, thanks to Mario's help or, you know, Sock Team Studios, the name of his channel. Um, It was thanks to his help where I was able to kind of do some stuff with that series. But I didn't manage to get all the way through it, though. But this is the first one since I had my brand new Elgato where I'm actually able to capture um footage from the game, though. So honestly, I, I've been really loving that as well. And with that series complete, it does bring up um a brand new series that I am about to announce here in just a few minutes though. but honestly, in terms of my overall thoughts on family on the detective club, it was a very nice um experience a game I really did enjoy. I probably will pick up the um the other version, which is the girl who stands behind at some later point because once you buy one of these games for thirty five bucks on the eShop, the other game is like twenty five bucks, so put them both together and make sixty. So at some other point I will play it. Will I make it a stream series? Probably not, at least what I'm thinking right now. I'll probably just play it on my own time whenever I do manage to pick it up though. But hey, if you if you like my playthrough of this one game, and if you watch it all the way from start to finish, you might be interested in playing um The Girl Who Stands Behind, which is actually the prequel story to the events that happened prior to the events that I play within this one game right here, though. But honestly, yes, it was a very nice, fun little series. Loved it from start to finish, though. And I'm definitely looking forward to uh, whatever comes next within the series. And they did say, Nintendo did say, you know, these two games did, you know, good and well enough, or one of the members, I guess, that were sort of kind of working with this project, they would be almost interested in doing the third game of the series, because I think there's only three games in this series as a whole. So honestly, it'd be really cool to be able to see that one get localized and brought over here to the West as well, though. Now, the big news of the night, what will be the next stream game series that I'll be doing after Fampagon Detective Club and the Missing Era now that that's finished? And today, that, I say, it'll be none other than Metroid Zero Mission. That's going to be the next game series that I'll be doing on my channel. Now, I think I was talking to my good friend, Sonic U and he said it, it roughly will probably take me anywhere between three in four hours, so this is probably going to be a very short stream series, because I probably can get it done within either three to four different stream sessions, so um, yeah, so it probably lasts only like the month of July, or maybe a little shorter than that, depending on how fast I can actually able to rip through these games though, but yes, that is going to be the one game series I'm going to be doing, because you know what, with Metroid Dread coming right around the corner, I was like, yes, thank goodness, because I was like, I actually have to manage to dig out my Wii U in order to get this thing ready. Like I, I downloaded it ready, got it all hooked up back over here to my TV uh, where I'll be able to hook it up so I'll be ready to stream it. And uh, And good news is I'm going to be streaming the game tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time slash 8 p.m. Pacific Time. So yes, it literally is right around the corner. And as soon as I'm done with the stream, you're probably going to see it pop back up on my channel Um, an upcoming live stream. So you'll see it, get ready for it within the next 24 hours or so. So honestly, I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to try to play through all of this. And then after I'm done playing this game, I could technically say I played this. I played Samus Returns played half of few or not fusion Played half of super metroid so i'm going to probably go back and do that on my own time and then at some point i do need to play metroid fusion so i I, the wii u is actually a fairly good place to play metro games because you can play the first and the fourth game and technically the second and then even some other stuff like other m which that's a game some people don't like to talk about so much or whatever though in terms of its story and what they did with that game though and then also you can play like obviously the Metroid Prime trilogy game. So we use actually a pretty good Metroid uh, um, console right there though. But yes, so if you're really excited about this. Uh, make sure to tune in on my channel. Normally I would stream these on Monday nights at 10 p.m. Central Standard Time slash 8 p.m. Pacific Time, but because you know my podcast got pushed back to tonight, I technically would have been playing this game tonight. Um, had it not been for the Fourth of July, me pushing stuff back, Bill. But yes, I will have that um hopefully available for me to stream tomorrow night. So definitely keep your eye out on the channel for that. Now, in terms of that, that's basically it. So that's all I have to say and bring up in terms of all my news topics that I have for tonight, though. So quite a bit of stuff. I managed to jam it all down in here within like the span of an hour. I, you know, I do apologize about that because typically, you know, with podcasts, people usually like podcasts to be on the longer side anyway, so that way you can kind of listen to it longer, always kind of come back to it though, but it's always so hard doing it solo because you always want to run through your thoughts all, you know, you want to run through your thoughts almost twice as fast, number one is either you go through your thoughts quick or your throat's gonna give out one or the other um real quick though. And slash usually when I have my other buddies here on the on on the podcast. They can say something. It can spark some ideas, though. So, yeah. So I do apologize about that, though. But honestly, you know what? It was pretty nice just to be able to kind of sit down, talk with y'all directly, and just sort of kind of give out my solo thoughts on all of those different news topics that I I was fairly interested. And that's the reason why I kind of reported on these things, though. But y'all got to let me know down in the comment section down below what all that you think about all of these various different topics um anything within that final fantasy segment that we have right there uh the mana 30th anniversary right there along with a couple little bit of sonic stuff that we got with um little collabs right there though and then also in terms of you know the brand new smash character being Kazuya hey are are y'all ripping it online or y'all get beat up online and then also um have y'all tried out those demos for Neo Orleans with you, as well as Monster Hunter Stories 2? Or, or if, you, if you didn't want to try them out, I mean, you're always free to watch um the playthroughs on my channel, where I show like roughly about the either the first hour or hour and a half of, you know, both of those demos, respectively. And then also are you looking forward to my brand new series, uh, Metroid Zero Mission? I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh hopefully I will be streaming them on the night. Maybe I can get Sonic to kind of come up in here, give me a little bit of commentary as I'm playing through um the series because I know he's a big Metroid fan like me though. Uh knows probably a little bit more than me because he, he obviously played more of the games in the series than me though. But it should be a really good, um, fun little session right there though, um, for the next few sessions while I'm going through and streaming the game though. But that's gonna basically do it in terms of this Zarcast episode 12. So if you really like this video, make sure to go ahead and hit Hit that like button go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that bell to stay up to date on all things video game topics related pop culture segments and everything else in between that i feel like discussing y'all so remember y'all until whatever video i make next see y'all